on this episode of Therapy Bites Heart Lab. Stress is scary because it can kill you quicker than a flesh-eating zombie, right? It can cause heart attacks and and, 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 and just shrink your brain and cause your heart to explode. Well, not so much. And on this episode of Therapy Bites, we're going to dispel some myths about scary stress, spooky stress, and set you straight when it comes to all things psychology-related to stress. Join us coming up. Welcome to Therapy Bites Heart Lab, where Dr. Heath and his special guests share real-life stories of helping and healing. Fresh from the actual therapy couch, while taking a bite out of common counseling missteps and misconceptions. And now, here's he and the T-Ball team. Here he is. He, he's on the mug here. Hey, get these from our Shopify store. We make almost nothing out of them. We just think they're fun, and they spread the message. And this particular mug says, if you have a hard time shutting people up, try listening to them instead. And what what's around it... Uh, and you wouldn't know this unless you got it, but I'll go ahead and tell you, is uh, gas tape, uh, government-approved speech tape. Um, we, we, we live in a country of free speech, but it seems like all sides political are just wanting to shut up the other side. And we're just saying, I guess we need some government-approved speech tape that if someone's saying something you don't like, that the gas tape police can come and get and gas tape their mouth shut. Uh, and that sounds like a great idea. But like we said in the last episode, the problem with that is although uh, your group may be in charge of the gas tape police today, what if uh, control of that goes to the other side tomorrow and your mouth is next to be gas tape shut? You see, uh, what's good for the goose sometimes we don't think is good for the gander. But we're all in this together, and we need to protect each other's right to speak our opinion. Uh, a real quick thing, uh, th- I'm not talking about speaking truth. Uh, th- there's no such thing as my truth, your truth, their truth. Truth is is about as singular as granite. You know, let's not mess with truth. What you're talking about is perspective. Perspective. Now, perspective may contain truth, but but not always. Let's just, let's, let's. Uh, call a, a spade a spade. And uh, perspective is not truth. Truth is not perspective. I have an opinion. You got an opinion. All God's children got an opinion. Let's respect each other and protect each other's opinion. And I want to share with you what we believe is a bit of a twisted opinion <laughs> about scary uh, stress. And uh, isn't stress bad for you? I mean, uh, don't don't people that do what we do, aren't we here to try to get rid of stress? To limit, eliminate <laughs> it, stomp it out. I think that's a popular belief, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> no. You hear a lot of people that that's that's what you hear a lot of. You know, I just I gotta get rid of this stress. Stress is killing me. I get rid of this stress, yep. it's killing me. Yep. 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 It's making for- me sick. It's it's everything mm-hmm. <laughs> stress and distress yep mm-hmm. yeah yep how about you stress and distress yep. you, you meaning good mm-hmm. uh we, we did a uh, uh a show earlier today just kind of a synopsis of our first six episodes and i think it was heather asked me what's the difference between you stress and distress mm-hmm. uh, a little philosophy uh blurb here you uh comes from a, 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 a i think a greek word um meaning good, and so you have 
uh, eugenics, which meant good genetics, and uh, that was a big, uh, terrible thing that went on. Uh, that was at the at the roots of the uh, Holocaust. Actually, people, you know, the Nazis believed that uh, people uh, that were uh, Jewish were defective in some way, and and then there's been the the eugenics where people thought that if you were black that was defective, or if you're Native American, or if you were Asian, uh, 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 eugenics is is really an oxymoron. Uh, euthanasia. Uh, uh, the thanasia part comes from the word for uh, death, actually, and you can put the two together, good death. But if you mix that with stress, then the belief is there's good stress. Uh, uh, do you have any ideas about what good stress would be? Maybe like a wedding. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. Oh, yeah. winning a or sweepstakes. Sweet, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, getting a new yeah. exciting job. Something. Okay. Or getting married. Getting you know, married. Oh, okay. Buying a home. Big, big life events. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a stress assessment, and, and you know, it, it escapes my mind what that is right now, but it lists all these things, and and what you mentioned was on it. It's, it's getting a job or losing a job, mm-hmm. uh, a birth or a death, mm-hmm. uh, a new job, uh, or uh, all these things are on the scale, and it's whether they are eustress or distress, but they all figure into overall stress, and... Uh, I, I think that results in a lot of false positives because it's a it's a misunderstanding based on the belief that stress is bad for you and you must get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I saw on a social media posting the other day uh, how to how to uh, get rid of your stress, how to stomp out mm-hmm. stress. Well, I mean, uh, uh, here's stress. Uh, my phone has a weight to it. And it is exerting that weight on my hand. It is exerting stress on my hand. Now, is that good or bad for me? Well, I have the requisite resources to manage that stress. If I had 10 of them, I don't think I could juggle 10. Uh, but it really relates to your ability to juggle stress. How, how do you guys deal with stress in your life? Ooh, I, I really enjoy using exercise, honestly. Like, I love to go for a run or get out in nature and hike. Um, especially if it's a beautiful fall day like we've been having recently. Yeah, I love to play. Love to play some music. Love to grab my guitar and just play. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. to do that. Take walks. Definitely mindfulness. Relax. Awesome. Yeah. I enjoy playing games. What? Cool. <laughs> Never. Imagine I paused my game to be here. Who's the young lady on your shirt? Does she have a name? No, it's just a gamer girl. Just a random gamer girl. Mm -hmm. That's cool. (laughs) Peace. Um, I I have different ways. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, I exercise. Mm -hmm. I uh, uh, run uh, three miles, uh, three days a week, if not more. I try to get in about uh, a little over 500 miles a year of of running, high-intensity interval training. Uh, I'll run and I'll, I'll, uh, I'll sprint and I'll jog, I'll sprint and I'll jog back and forth. Uh, I lift uh, weights. Uh, I try to do a brief exercise session uh, five days a week. Now, when I say brief, I mean under 30 minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm not a, a gym rat that's in the gym for many, many hours. But then uh, in the evenings, I have a routine. I, I think that you can program in one good way to deal with stress is to have a set 
paint by the numbers routine. Mm. And and you can find me doing the same thing every morning. I get out of bed at the same time every morning. I follow the same routine every morning, part of which includes me after my run. I wait about an hour and a half, and then I drink my uh, black pepper-infused turmeric, seven sacred mushroom, black maca latte. Doesn't that sound delicious? <laughs> it's an acquired taste. I'm a weird guy. Uh, it, it really is jet fuel to my brain. And uh, and I eat my two uh, shredded wheat biscuits with two handfuls of blueberries and um, some uh, almond milk or coconut milk is my new favorite uh, with some Splenda. Mm-hmm. And then I, I start my day with patience. And then in the evening, I have dinner with my wife. And, and then I uh, relax and watch an episode of whatever. You know, it's Blue Bloods currently with Tom Selleck, you know, former Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. or Jesse Stone. Catch the Jesse Stone shows. Those are some of my favorite shows ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I do my workout, and then I uh, relax and and watch another episode, and then I uh, get my supplement routine ready for the next day while listening to an audio book. And, and that's my whole routine. I repeat that. I repeat that every single day, seven days a week. That's my routine, seven days a week, except for seeing patients. I don't do that on weekends. Um, uh, but what I do do on weekends is I uh, uh, have my cheat day, since I eat very nutritious. I have my cheat day. I have two bowls of Air Pop popcorn, one with uh, barbecue pizza sprinkles on it, and one with... Uh, uh, birthday cake, uh, it's sugar-free uh, birthday cake uh, sprinkles I got from Amazon. And I, 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 I veg out, binge out on whatever Netflix. It's been Lord of the Rings here lately mm-hmm. since Amazon mm-hmm. is doing the Lord of the Rings. I'm a big J.R.R. Tolkien fan. Uh, now, why, why do I go into detail? Because you listeners, I recommend that you develop a routine. And then, as they say, rinse and repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse and repeat. Well, the healthiest things you can do in life to combat depression or combat anxiety or to combat PTSD or to combat, you know, to deal with stress in a healthy way, since you're never going to get rid of it. I mean, going to the mailbox is stress because gravity exerts stress on your body on your way to the mailbox. The only way to get rid of stress is is to outlaw gravity. You know, let's deal down with gravity. <laughs> Get it down with gravity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's where you need the wah 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 Dropping the ball, dropping mm. the ball in the wah wah. Yeah. But there's no way to get rid of stress. All we can do is learn how to coexist with it in a healthy way. The more you catastrophize it. Mm-hmm. the quicker it will have an adverse effect on you. But it's mm-hmm. not the stress. It's the catastrophization. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've found recently that's been helpful with my with stress, too, Not I do enjoy playing video games, but I've also been utilizing... Um, have you seen those diamond pictures? They're almost like paint-by-number, but they're done with little diamonds that you put on the end of a stick, and you've got to put them... On, you've got to stick them on there. Like the paper itself is sticky. And so they just stick on there and then it creates like a really pretty picture. Ooh, I it, have not. They're really good. What's they're, that called? They're diamond 
pictures like diamond, diamond dart, dart. Yeah. Diamond, diamond, dot dots. diamond dots yeah, yeah. Diamond dots. i've heard mm-hmm. of dipping dots but that's actually <laughs> oh, those are good too yeah and then another good. book that i found is um it's a youtuber that i watch she created a um oh create is it create this book yeah create this yeah book. create this mm-hmm. book and she basically just gives you a book full of prompts and you can draw or paint or color like some of them are what's music to you like when you hear the word music and so it's I've also found it helpful in therapy with clients to help explain perspectives because what's music to me may be different for music with you oh that's magical (laughs) Because I've had some clients where they've like done records or CDs or a concert, like they've driven drawn out a uh-huh. concert where other people just did like headphones or music notes or wrote a song, and so uh-huh. it's really fun. And I think it's that's awesome. I ha- I've had patients that are big into scrapbooking, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a coloring, therapeutic coloring books. Yeah. I mean, yes. go figure. I was always. You know, not one to color inside the lines. Go figure. <laughs> and, you know, even psychologically, I, you know, we're we're here to 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 break some walls down and challenge the the ivory tower psychological establishment, uh, big box mental health and the pharmaceutical industrial complex. My coloring book would be smeared all over. <laughs> you know, I'm anything but compliant. But those are great things, and I think you kind of have to find your jam mm-hmm. when it comes to dealing with stress because stress is going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's all in how you dealt with it. What have you guys heard about the research on stress? Any knowledge specifically of, of the research on stress? I have heard recently we, we saw a really neat TED Talk um, where a lady was talking about they did research, and they researched quite a large group of people. And they followed them for several years. I want to say seven or eight years. And um, the ones who died, you know, the ones who died early were the ones not the. they all had equal stress. But the ones who died early, it was what they believed about the stress, what they told them about the stress. The ones who had the same stress but had healthier thinking were healthier overall because, (laughs) because, you know. It, it even helps your cardiovascular system. Just it, it, It's just healthy. It's, it's your thoughts. It's what you're telling yourself and what you believe. And, and what can you tell yourself? Oh, goodness. I think normalizing it is a big thing. And, and what would I say? Just that, I mean, stress is a part of life. Kind of like when you're okay. going to the gym, it's always hard when you first begin, but then you notice that those weights get easier you may start out with two pounds but in a few weeks maybe you're at five pounds and then maybe 10 and then it's always hard when you first start that new weight but it gets easier and just like with stress like um you may be in a stressful situation but if you're telling yourself oh this is horrible and catastrophizing it it makes it more difficult and harder to deal with because you're tell you're blowing it out of proportion but if you're telling yourself accurate things having those accurate realistic thoughts already then um, it makes it where it's more manageable. Like they say, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. You have to take it bite by bite by bite. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing with stress. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think if you look at things as opportunities mm-hmm. instead of catastrophes, like you were saying, when, when, when difficult things come up, stressful, difficult things, you can either look at it as 
a catastrophe or this is an opportunity for me to learn something new, an opportunity for growth. Heard an old preacher say one time, when you get out of bed in the morning, you have two choices. You can say, <laughs> amen or oh me. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's a, a way yeah. of starting your day. I mean, for myself, uh, all my days are busy. Uh, mm-hmm. I hear people talk about being bored. I have literally no conception <laughs> of how that would be. Uh, that That is almost an alien planet to me because I, I wake up and then I look and it's time to go to bed. Yes. And it's where the whole day goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I, I wake in the morning before my alarm goes off. I have an alarm, but I, I always wake up before my alarm goes off. And I look at the day with excitement and curiosity. What is today going to bring me? And here's another day I get to do something. Marcus Aurelius, the famous uh, uh, philosopher king of Rome. You're listening to Therapy Bites Art Lab. Bite-sized therapy for your brain with Dr. Heath and the T-Ball team. The best advice on the net. No copay required. You can think of him as a combination of Putin and all the land he rules and, you know, uh, uh, the United States and uh, uh, the, the, key, the, the king of Saudi Arabia. I mean, Aurelius ruled all the known world at the time. And what did he tell himself when he got out of bed in the morning? And this is the Roman emperor. This is somebody who... Uh, could could have your you beheaded or you hung or crucified or whatever if he chose, but he told himself, "I arise to do the work that is appointed to me, the work of a human." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. He would say when he got up, meaning so be it. Amen. And so so be it. Literally, mm-hmm. and that's what I do. I, I look forward to the patients that I get the opportunity uh, to talk to. And to, to work with you guys and, and to make these educational podcasts and to create all this cool stuff. I, I look forward to creating as much beauty in my world as I can. Now, I will say a little caveat here. I also believe that I am, my job is to comfort the afflicted. Uh, but also to afflict the comfortable. <laughs> and man, do I love that second one. <laughs> As I said earlier, I'm not Samson with the jawbone of the ass. I am the jawbone of the ass. <laughs> and if, you, if you're if you in a debate with me on social media, I'm sure you understand that firsthand. I tell people, you, you, don't, you don't really know who you picked a debate with here. You know, you should... Uh, be careful who you pick a debate with because I don't I don't stop. I love debate. I man, I, I make myself mixtapes and I, I I play this stuff back to me and I'll screenshot this stuff that people say. And it's some really nasty twisted stuff, you know? But I read it to myself. I, I stole that from David Goggins, you know. He's he 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 uses a lot of choice words that I don't use. But I do, I, I screenshot this crap and it's really nasty crap, but it's really just words printed on a page you know i don't integrate that into who i am but does that exercise some stress yeah that is a stress because what am i thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking how can i get the upper hand in the debate (laughs) i mean see i'm wanting you to be good otherwise it's just too easy i've told people on social media you know i know we're debating this and and i don't mean to be you know, rude or anything, but you're really not very good at it. 
you're, you're falling prey to a lot of logical fallacies, you know. You're calling me names, and that's an ad hominem, which is a logical fallacy, which shows you're not very good at debating. Uh, you're, you're running in and, and tossing out all these red herrings, which is a distraction. You're building a straw man in my argument, which is, means you're misstating my argument. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know if you're doing it out of ignorance uh, or you're doing it on purpose. But see, I am feeding off of that stress, which is what my point is. Stress can be there to motivate Mm-hmm. To actually empower you, not to do bad things to you, mm-hmm. but it's Dr. Kelly McGonigal on the TED Talk yeah, uh, who great. points out that, uh, and she can say it so much better than I can, mm-hmm. but this is your body leveraging all these resource to, resources to help you perform. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. soak that up, <laughs> you know? I mean, that makes you like Superman or Superwoman standing in the sun, soaking up the radioactive energizing rays so that you can go out there and kick some proverbial behind. <laughs> and uh, But most people look at the stress, oh, it's going to kill me, and they uh, awfulize it. Uh, that's a word that Eric, uh, uh, oh my goodness, I lost, lost his name. Erickson? No, not Eric Erickson, but what's what's my guy's name? Uh, uh, the yeah. shock jock. Uh, Albert Ellis. Albert Ellis. Hey, How can I forget is. Albert Ellis? That's an Ellisism, uh, awfulizing it and 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 treating it like a catastrophe is actually going to make you die quicker. That's what the research says. Yeah. That in match samples, people with very high stress uh, actually died less quickly than people with low stress, but that was dependent on their perceptions of stress. And um, uh, it's just amazing, as the host pointed out in that video, you can catch Mm -hmm. that. Look at just Google stress and Kelly McGonigal. It's it's something everyone should watch. Mm -hmm. And just, just transform your view of what you think stress is. There's so many inaccurate beliefs out there about stress. And, of course, it's not the stress that causes heart attacks, but what you decide to tell yourself, Mm -hmm. catastrophizing it, uh, because you're keeping yourself in a constant state of fight or flight Mm -hmm. by demonizing stress. Now, let's apply that to anxiety. Mm-hmm. If you're always running around saying this anxiety is going to kill me, you've got the same effect. Mm-hmm. But it's not the anxiety. It's because you've told yourself the anxiety is a grizzly bear, but there's mm-hmm. no grizzly bear. You've told yourself that the stress is a flesh-eating zombie. There's no <laughs> flesh-eating zombies. And you're talking about what you can do, you know, to help to help with the stress and talking about perspective. I have a great had a great example last week. Um, cause you, you had mentioned in another podcast, you know, that Heather and I were in a car accident and I think I'm pretty sure I'll find out this week, but I'm sure, pretty sure my car will be totaled and the person was uninsured and, you know, a lot, a lot of little difficult things. And we went to the ER and we've had a lot of things in our family happen this year, difficult things. And I was sitting there, it was the night of the accident and my husband was there and I said to my husband, you know, we've had a lot of really difficult things happen this year. And I said to him, you know, we're either doing something really right or we're doing something really wrong. And he looked at me and he said, how about we look at it like this? We've been given a lot of opportunities we normally wouldn't have had to bless others. <laughs> and it's true. He was talking about, you know, how anytime he's been in the hospital or when we were in the ER, we always 
talk to the nurses and just anybody that comes in the room, try to lighten their day because mm-hmm. they're under a lot of stress and they deal with a lot of difficult people. He uh, and, and Sarah's car was stolen too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was like a couple months ago. And and he when he dealt with the Kia dealer, he, he dealt with them with respect and which no you know, we heard everybody was being angry and cussing them out and my husband went to them with respect and they've treated him wonderfully. But what a wonderful way to look at it. Mm. That's a mm-hmm. very good and that lightened my stress yeah. when I took that yeah. on myself. The best thing mm-hmm. I think we can do when we're in a tough situation is how can we serve others? Mm-hmm. How can we show kindness? How can we show courtesy? And and that really helps us. You know, mm-hmm. it's really a very transformative thing to, to sacrifice for the people mm-hmm. instead of just being more of the same part of the me, me, me generation. And be thankful for what you do have. Mm-hmm. Focus mm-hmm. on the thankfulness. And in the uh, newsletter, I think it was one of the um, couch crumb quotes um, that we had a few episodes ago or a few editions ago. It's um, their quote. Instead of saying, why me, ask what now? Hey, cool. Yeah. Yep. Dr. Eva Eager. Mm -hmm. Instead (laughs) of, why me, ask what now? What what do I do now? What's next? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Why me gets me nowhere. One step at a time. What is the next step? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, what are some of the uh, uh, upsides of transforming your views on stress? You'll live longer. Cool. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Life will be more pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll probably get more things done, more productive things mm-hmm. done. Better yes. relationships. Mm-hmm. And know. I was hoping you would say that. I was waiting <laughs> on the relationship thing. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people in relationships, they let stress wedge them apart when we can leverage stress to knit us together. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's the question. Uh, realize that uh, under stress, your amygdala is going to be speaking up. Mm-hmm. That little almond-shaped oh, yeah. mechanism is going to be speaking up. Yeah. Uh, that grizzly bear alarm system, your your mm-hmm. brain hits the gas, G-A-S. Grizzly bear alarm system, your brain hits the gas. But you can feel all that and reach out to others. Mm-hmm. Because guess what uh, uh, Dr. McGonigal also said in the TED Talk? That when you reach out to others, you leverage the power of oxytocin, the cuddle yes. hormone, and that mm-hmm. knits you together farther. Mm-hmm. But you can't be knit together if you're in separate rooms and separate beds and separate houses and mm-hmm. separate lives and separate brain spaces. Uh, psychologically, we have to reach out and then the rest... Well, uh, kind of takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, other thoughts? Uh, something we've missed on stress? Uh, coping mechanisms? We got another couple minutes to go, and we'll close out episode number six, and then uh, we look forward to seeing you folks back on magical episode number seven. <laughs> What's it going to be about? You'll have to wait and see. <laughs> and I was also I, I held up my phone because. Putting these down sometimes can help too. Yeah. Putting away yes. social media getting and actually <laughs> getting off, yeah, getting off yes, social media, so getting off well. of just your phones in general and having yeah. a conversation with another human being, whether it's a family member or a friend, mm-hmm. that can also reduce a lot of stress. I've got a challenge, something that uh, I bet a lot of our listeners have never done. 
and, and instead of reaching out to somebody this week with a text or an email, grab one of these. This is a piece of paper. <laughs> I don't have a pen with me, but there's also these things called pens, <laughs> P-E-N. There's also things called pencils, <laughs> P-E-N-C-I-L-S. Look it up. There's a thing called Google. Paper <laughs> pencils. And um, another, you'll need something else. You'll need an envelope and a stamp. You can get those at the post office. I don't think you can get those from Amazon, but I've not tried. Uh, and, and write someone a letter. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll blow them away. Write them a letter. You will reduce your stress by writing someone a letter. And you might even get in the habit of bringing back the long lost art of letter writing. But in the letter, do this because this is going to really potentiate and really supersize and embiggen the effects of, of writing the letter. Let that person know how grateful you are to them. Mm-hmm. Grateful is a muscle. Uh, we did a, 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 a social media meme on that, that uh, a gratefulness is a muscle that can be practiced daily. You can practice when you're practicing your mindfulness by thinking of something that you're grateful for today. But put in that letter how you're grateful to that person. Write them a Halloween letter. Tell them how grateful you are that they are your treat. No, <laughs> Pets is another one. Yes. Pets. Mm-hmm. Pets are great for stress. Mm-hmm. Petting a, I, I read something something about petting a dog, you know, mm-hmm. how, how the benefits, the health benefits of petting a dog. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there's so much pet therapy and especially equine therapy. Yeah. Uh, I advocate mm-hmm. for adopting animals. Let me just say, make a commitment. Don't, don't, don't adopt an animal on a trial basis. Please, 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 please don't do that. This is a sacrificial commitment. If you're adopting an animal... You're adopting an animal to serve them, not for them to serve you. Most people, uh, well, my dad would call it bass backwards. <laughs> uh, people get that bass backwards, you know. Mm-hmm. We need to start developing a culture of service uh, instead of mm-hmm. a culture of consumerism. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been too much, this culture of consumerism. This podcast we make no money out of this. We don't do this because we get paid fees. We do this for service. We know things. Uh, uh, I know people that know things are here with me today. And we're here because we don't want to die with that potential for service in our head. If we don't get it out of our head, it serves no one. This is, is all uh, for a service. Uh, we challenge you. Find a way to serve and that will help your stress more than you ever thought possible. Before we wrap up, any thoughts? Uh, I have the uh, social media debate of the day that I'll share here in just a moment. It's a philosophical one, but before I jump into that, let me see other thoughts. All right. Uh, it was on. Heather, did you have something to say? Um, just really last, one last quick thing um, with stress is be mindful and not dissociative. It's imp- it's it's important. Imp- it- mm. Important. Like Thank you. The, yes, important. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's right. important to live in the moment. Yeah. Because if you're not living in the moment, even in stressful situations, you're missing that moment. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So. And as a as a, a, a friend of mine says, uh, we're, we're colleagues, and I don't I don't think he would mind me mentioning his name. He's a wonderful guy. His name is 
His name is Dr. David Zunica. Hey, David, if, if you happen to watch, I uh, hope you're well, man. I always appreciate your presentations and the work that you do. He was a, a real-life Buddhist monk. He had to climb up a mountain on his knees. Uh, don't sign me up for that. Thank you very much. Uh, not, not my gig, but good for you. Good for you. Uh, David would say, if you miss those moments one by one by one, eventually... Those moments turn into the whole week and you've missed the week and then mm-hmm. they turn into a month mm-hmm. and you miss the whole month. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you've missed your whole life. Mm-hmm. All moments are created equally. All that's left is for us to pour ourselves into those moments so that we can enjoy the fullness of life. The social media debate of the week, uh, not the week, but uh, well, I guess it is the week. This We do these episodes weekly, uh, was on a phil- philosophy site. And uh, Frederick Nietzsche uh, said, he's kind of an interesting guy, said that sometimes that uh, 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 passion causes love to grow too quickly. And, and my debate was that is Nietzsche's misunderstanding of love. Nietzsche was a bit of a hermit. So how would he know? Uh, he, he really didn't get along. With, he was a very nice guy, uh, but he, he, he could almost... Uh, uh, be agoraphobic and, and, you know, relationships didn't seem to work out for him. Uh, and he misunderstood the difference in passion and love and their interplay. Love is not passion. Passion is not love. And love is a sacrificial commitment to another human being. And the key word being on sacrifice. Uh, the, the folks that I posted this to, they, they vehemently disagreed with that. And uh, I love the debate on that. But, you know, they don't understand love either. People think that love is getting what you want. That is the opposite of love. People mm-hmm. think that love is an emotion. Uh, love is not emotion. As I tongue-in-cheek say, if love is an emotion, every time you have explosive diarrhea, you fall out of love. And that's a poor definition of love. Love is a sacrificial commitment to another person. Mm-hmm. It's not a Wall Street-based return on investment. And uh, that was my social media debate of the week. I'm not sure I convinced them, but it's not my job to convince people. I'm just a sower of seeds, and I sow lots of seeds. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to you coming back next time. We always appreciate your comments, remarks, even questions and criticisms. Hit us up with it. We love them all, and we're glad you joined us. Catch you next time. Bye, Bye guys. Hey, T-Ballers. Thanks so much for being with us today. If we brought value to your day, Show us some love by leaving your positive feedback and inviting some friends to listen in and join the T-Ball team. Next time on Therapy Bites Art Lab. Feelings, feelings everywhere and not a thought to think. What is it with emotions anyway? Can emotions tell us direction in life? Can emotions tell us if we're going to win or lose? If we're going to succeed or fail, get a job or lose a job? If we're in love or not? Join us next time on Therapy Bites Art Lab and we'll discuss the neuroscience of emotions.